Hey, thank you very much for listening in to another episode of Alama, you D&D. We appreciate having you here with us. If you like what we are doing, tell your friends and add us on Instagram at Alama, you D&D and at Table Minis. If you would like to support us further, join our Patreon for exclusive content and benefits or visit our website at www.tableminis.com. We wish you an amazing week filled with inspiration and peace. Take care. Alama UDND. Alama UDND. Why you may never tell me. It's okay, we still steady. Come on, now, let's DND. Hello everybody, <laughs> hello, my name is Farin Najit, welcome to Alama UDND. Today is the day where we embrace the holy communion of Magic the Gathering and Dungeons marriage. and Dragons. Marriage! Today's a wedding! Yay! Yay! Is it an arranged marriage though? It's an arranged marriage, unfortunately. <laughs> because but I don't think both of us consented to this. We will have a discussion with like the, the representatives of Magic the Gathering and we will be the representative of Dungeons and Dragons. So today we have with us uh, the boy from Game Beast. Uh, they, they are a podcast. We have Eric. Yeah. Make some noise, Eric. Yeah. And Woo-hoo. Joseph. Woo-hoo. They are. Uh, they represent the Magic the Gathering uh, community. Yeah, but I want to know why Game Beast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, let me just clarify that. Um, so I am from Game Beast, and then Ericsson is from Top Deck Gaming. So yeah. he is his own like personality later i'll get him to introduce himself it's okay it's okay. Uh, but then uh, game beast is uh why is it game beast right um because we're we're beasts i guess <laughs> <laughs> we're all beasts uh and i know gaming is is like a passion and uh i think we wanted to create kind of like a um like a page where we can produce a lot of content mm. uh that you know will help people start more games basically <laughs> So it's, it's not just centered <laughs> to magic. It's not just yeah specific to magic. So this is really good, you know. This is an opportunity. Cool, come for, to yeah, yeah, <laughs> for for us to like expand. So it's 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 like magic, uh, video games, free to play games. So we we write a lot of content about these uh, games as well. Mm-hmm. So there's Game Beast, and then Ericsson is from Top Deck Games. I'm actually from Top Deck Games. Well, um, I usually use the moniker TD Ericsson, which is short for Top Deck. Erickson, if that makes sense. This video is sponsored by Sony Ericsson. Oh. It is no longer an actual company. I wish, I wish. <laughs> Big Daddy. <laughs> um, but I, th- I think it's mostly to do with uh, what um, JT also said. Um, Top Deck Games is actually a, a shop and a community back in the Philippines. So okay. that's what I represent here. And, uh, in I a sense, see. yeah. Yeah, shout out to the gang gang. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh, oh. on top of that, we have um, our resident fun guy, Nicholas, joining us today. Hello, Nicholas. Hello, I am hey. the uh, shotgun child of this unholy <laughs> <laughs> unholy uh, matrimony uh, between D&D and um, Magic the Gathering. I'm a long-time Magic player. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually EDH, but uh, I also run D&D. Been running for about a year plus now. And uh, that's how I met these guys and you guys and we were brothers once and then you something happened and then there <laughs> oh, was oh. tension and then 
We broke up, this. and then uh, now I'm a father. <laughs> in game, in game. Oh, this is in game. In game. I want to clarify this. Is in game. Oh, it, it's in game. So, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you realize me and Nicholas, we don't look alike at all. We're not actual brothers. Uh, we were <laughs> brothers in a game uh, of Tomb of Annihilation. <laughs> and we also have joining us today um, our guy in the chair called James. Say hi, James. Hi, guys. I'm James here. Yeah, that's James. James will be helping us out to answer some questions later because these <laughs> MTG guys have a challenge for us. And of course, we have Dennis. Hello, everybody. Woo! I am so nervous about this. Oh my god, I'm, I'm so nervous. nervous. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be exposed as a fraud. So there's a, this is the lowdown for today. What we're going to do today is the MTG guys from Game Beast and uh, Top Deck Gaming. Uh, Eric and Joseph are going to show us some MTG cards and ask us about the law. Uh, some of it we might know and some of it we're going to pull it out from our asses. Uh, so we also have Nicholas to back us up, you know, our uh, unholy child. Yeah, I'm the <laughs> devil's child. advocate in between. I might know some, I might not know some. So... Good luck to you guys. Fair enough. <laughs> but this is not a reflection of me at all. <laughs> the results. Yeah. And the next thing we're going to do is we're going to do a short little, like a five minute adventure where we're going to narrate something and our MTG guys are going to try and go through this particular dungeon. Okay, we're going to come in. You're going to pull sure. it out. We're going to pull it out from somewhere, then. Sure. We're so excited. <laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, we're excited for that. And of course, last but not least, we're going to um, we're gonna talk about this um, merger. Between MTG and Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. and I think also getting some tips on how to play. I know so many of our listeners don't know how to play. True, I don't Dungeon know. Well. Yeah, they're all asking every week, how do you play? How do you play? How do you play? Go check internet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's begin with some cards. Okay, right, right, Eric right. and Joseph, right. tell us. And, and I think Nick, you can help us a bit. Sure, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna start. I, I got here some AFR cards, Adventures of the Forgotten Realm. That's the mm. new set. Of Magic and Magic. Oh, no! That's from the game. Yeah, and this is so amazing. I'm such a big fan of um, Dungeons and Dragons, although I don't play a lot. <laughs> maybe How can I, you call yourself a real Maybe I'm a poser. No. So, just to clarify, I play all of the. I played Neverwinter Nights, um, Baldur's Gate, um, Dragon Age is different, but uh, I play a lot of RPG online. So, I know some of these characters, but not, not the game characters. So, my first card here, and we're going to pass this around. Uh, I'm going to read. We'll start easy. We'll start, let's start easy. Start please, easy. Please. So, my first card here is the Never Winter Dryad. Do you know, Eric, who's the Oh, from the looks of the photo. <clears throat> no, not really. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know her personally. So, uh, Nick, does, do you know? Well, in my extensive D&D knowledge, um, <laughs> the city of Neverwinter is a city somewhere in the Forgotten Realms. Swords of And this dryad, should, I don't know, I probably murdered this as... You described the, the image. Oh, do I show you? No, I just described it. It's a uh, dryad woman by a tree, <laughs> scantily clad. Okay, I mean like... Can you even tell where the clothes end? You, you, and, uh... you can pass. Can I see? Can I see? <laughs> okay, okay. Like it's oh, okay. like it's like a lady by a tree, and uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Does Neverwinter even have woods? Yeah. Neverwinter is a is wood. A... There is Neverwinter the city, and then Neverwinter forest. Ah. Neverwinter forest is this big landscape. Right. That's where all the fake creatures are. This looks like an elf, dude. It's a it's a it's a female fake creature ah, that, that seduces Maybe... and seduces and kills you. So they're like nymphs. Uh, 
No, Nims are kind of different. Are they friendly dryads? She looks friendly. Yeah. So she she came from the Neverwinter Woods. Huh? So just there. Yeah. So it's a it's a place and a creature. Nice. So a creature is called a dryad. How would a how would a dryad from Neverwinter Wood differ from like a dryad in a regular wood? The type of wood they're made from. So Neverwinter Woods have a specific tree. Uh huh. And the dryads there are made from that tree. Okay. So would they carve yeah. out from this tree <laughs> by like a wizard? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this is just uh, this is a question for the audience out there. If you don't know, this. <laughs> the answer, the answer to that question is anything the DM says. Oh, everyone. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Thank you for that. That was uh, really yeah. Awesome. So that, that's really it. It's just a creature that is based in Neverland. Okay. Yeah. So I, it's one I of the know. most famous Okay, what know. does it do? What does it do in the Magic oh, the Gathering okay, uh, okay, world? Okay. What, what can you do in, with it? In, <laughs> you can play it out. I just don't know how much land does it cost. It's magic. Wow. It's just yeah, one, 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 one green mana. It's a one-one creature. If you sacrifice Neverwinter Dryad, you search your library for a basic forest and put it into the battlefield. Oh, mm. so she, you you can get like mana from her. Yeah, exactly. So she, she, wow, you guys. Yep, yep. Did your homework. So she how dies and turns into forest. Yeah, yeah. you kill her. She's made of wood. Yeah. You kill her off sense. and you put her in the ground and then she grows into a tree okay, that you so, can use. Awesome. Can I make a table out of her? Like in the game. Yes. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's D and D. I mean, like you mentioned, is there like a table? Imagine you need to look at the table on Excel sheet first. Okay. 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 Next card. I think this is uh, more difficult. Okay. Than the never. So now is Bruen or Battlehammer? Bruen? How do you spell Bruen? Bruen or Battlehammer? Wait, that's uh, King of Mithral Hill, okay. right? That was a long time ago. Uh, this is way before. This is not 5th edition. This is... Is it in a game? Anybody knows? I have no idea. No idea. So, so he's, um, he's a legendary creature, Dwarf. Uh, dwarf warrior each creature you control gets plus 2 plus 0 for each equipment attached to it you may play 0 uh, then play the equip cost yeah so he was in he's in the Ari Salvatore uh, Drizzt novels she's in the Mithral Hall yeah and she's also a good friend of uh, Drizzt Drizzt the Dwarven wait did you say she? I thought it was good it's a it's he. he it's a he it's, it's a, a he. he oh yeah okay. Drizzt Dwarven uh, the famous drow I see Yep, yep, yep. So from from the novel. What's a Mithral Hall? Mithral Hall is like a dwarven central like city hall, but dwarven. <laughs> it's like Mines of Warrior. It's like city alive. hall. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you can change. But, their, uh, is the Mithral a, a form of metal uh, in the in the world? Is it? Yes, yeah, yes. It's, it's it. Okay, I kind of remember vaguely. Remember now. It's a lot like like Lord of the Rings. Ah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Just a fun fact, though. I'm not sure the audience is not able to see the cards, obviously. But um, what JT brought is actually the alternate art of each card. This is not the... Uh, it's not the original art. Yeah, yeah. Original oh, art. This, yeah. Is yeah. this is a special edition. So, yeah. Does this cost more? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> slightly. Yeah. slightly. So, so this is, and for the listeners, I'm showing the guys here the original version. So it looks usually like this. But the showcase for D and D looks like this. Yeah, so it looks like beautiful. more of like a manual mm. kind type of art. It's like a uh, two point like uh, advanced D and D art form. Try to yeah. get that feel, you know. I don't, yeah. I don't really know where they. It it kind of mimics the texture of the play, uh, the handbooks. Correct. Right? At yeah. that time, yeah. 
So, beautiful is beautifully oh, made. Wow, I think there's so much thought in just the design of uh, the cars. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Let's okay. be fun sitting in a room deciding what the cards are. <laughs> of course, if it's green, just give it everything. <laughs> oh, there's salt. There is salt on the department. table right now. There is salt on the table. Okay, na- now you guys mentioned Drizzt. So hard to pronounce. How do you pronounce Dritz that? Dritz Duarden. So Dritz Duarden was created by R.A. Salvatore. R.A. Salvatore is a writer. So when he was asked by the upper management about like, when's the next book coming out? And he was like, it's going to get done. It's going to get done. And she was like, okay, so what's the name of the main character? And he pulled it out from his bum bum, Dritz Duarden. Which is uh, this character of the drow. Because when uh, Gary Gygax first wrote the entire world, there was the drows. Right, and he fe- he oh. thought that it was a, a very interesting race that was not touched upon. So yep. he wrote an entire uh, um, trilogy about Dritz, and Dritz has a companion which I oh, fell in love with. Yeah. If you guys have the we card, have, we have that Guinevere. Guinevere. So in Gaelic, is that's how you spell it? Uh, okay, I might be wrong. Okay, please don't kill me or cancel me. Uh, I, don't, I don't think anybody's an expert. Maybe Nick is. Excuse me, my fifth grandfather was from Scotland. (laughs) Are you alright, sir? (laughs) I am not. (laughs) So, Guinevere is named after Genevieve or Guinevere from King Arthur. So, this particular being uh, comes from the eternal plane. Yeah, Guinevere. Guinevere. So, initially, she she was uh, someone else's um, familiar. But then they created a bond, and somehow that the, the original owner wanted to kill Grids. But because Grids and this being has created a bond, oh, wow. she broke off from it and killed her original master, so she oh, killed Grids. Correct! Such a so grim! Such a traitor, though. I feel sad for the owner. As a pet owner. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just. I'm so scared. Be careful, uh, Joseph, if I ever go to your house. Yeah, your you cat might will make a bond with. My cat! Yeah. Murder you in the street. Yeah, then... so both of us play cat creatures in D&D, so... Yeah, yeah. We're naturally cool cats already. Okay, thank you for that. Shout out to all the Yeah, I hope the magic players now know who Drizzt is. Actually, I He's thought... He's the most famous Dungeons & Dragons character. Oh, really? Yes, the most famous, most loved. Oh, wow. How is he, like... In my mind, right, the way he was pictured out from outside of the game, from me listening into like random D and D stories, you know, he's kind of like a legend, right? Yes. Yeah. How strong is he, like, in terms of like magnitude of? So impact? it's not in terms of his skill and all that. It's just the story and what he goes through and what his group and party goes through. Mm. There's been thirty-one books. Ooh, that's uh, a lot. Thirty-one novels around around him and his adventure. So. It's, I see. Yeah, it's the perfect story of an underdog. Is oh. he like Naruto level, power level, or no. One Punch Man? One Punch Man? No, 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 no. not that strong. He's just a ranger, but mm. because of the the, the the kind of strive he went through, that mm. makes him a legendary character. But can he's also him? very can famous. Can I use his character and play the, the character? No. You can create <laughs> the character so. and play. Yeah, sure, you can. Oh. Yeah. Wait, I can be just Drit? Can if you want. If your dungeon master allows, go for it. Ooh. Yeah. So he's more like Rock Lee than Naruto. <laughs> Maybe 10-10. 10-10, okay. 10-10. <laughs> 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 
But he's got, he's got, he's got magical items. He's drow. Right. Yeah, Special. so the whole the whole draw training and being a fighter yeah. and all that. Actually, another thing to note about this card's design, I think after listening to your story and everything, uh, the way it's designed is like uh, when when Dritz enters the battlefield, so when you cast him, he brings Guinevere with him. Mm. So Guinevere is actually designed to die because she's a 4-1. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so the way Drizzt's, this card works is like when Drizzt dies, uh, sorry, when a creature more powerful than Drizzt dies, uh, Drizzt is a 3-3, three, three, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. and Guinevere is a 4-4. Four, four. So when Guinevere dies... 4-1. Four, 4-1, four, 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 yeah. Guinevere is a 4-1. So when Guinevere dies, Drizzt becomes stronger because you can mm. put a plus one counter on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so like, whenever somebody else stronger than Drizzt dies, like, the power gets transferred to him. And he, I guess like he gets empowered. It's a very anime trope, but he gets empowered <laughs> by his friends, you know? <laughs> no, oh, friendship! <laughs> yeah. And remember the character oh, that you mentioned that's earlier? That's a good analysis, I, yeah. I must say. Yeah. The, the character that you mentioned earlier, his friend. So that was what happened with Drizzt. Like, he, the, he, he was a drow that came from the underworld. And for him to be on the level surface, he was an outsider. But his friends gave him strength. His friends gave him the heart to move forward and be himself in this world that doesn't want him. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 So everybody go read the 31 novel. <laughs> I mean... We got the time, I guess. <laughs> Everybody okay, okay. go down, let's go. Okay, sorry, we got a couple of more. Um, okay, there's. so we're going to move from characters to spells, so Eric wants to ask this question. Okay, okay, Eric. There's a spell. It's a sorcery spell. Alright, I think this is one of the... This is popular in D&D, I think. Tasha's Hideous Laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Tasha's hideous laughter. Then go ahead, then it. Please take this. Tasha's hideous laughter. First of all, who is Tasha? Oh, 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 Tasha, you don't know Tasha? Tasha is one of the most. Uh, she's a very famous witch. Ooh. Uh, yeah. she's, she's a babe. She's living, incredibly intelligent, incredibly beautiful, she's and very, very powerful. Yeah. Right, so she writes a lot of uh, like enchantment wow. spells. Okay. So Tasha's hideous laughter in Dungeons and Dragons, if you cast it, uh, if you don't pass the wisdom check, you fall down laughing. Oh. So, so before, usually how we roleplay that is we tell a joke, and then we roll the dice, and if, if it's good, fail, then everybody has to laugh and stay on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I like that mechanic. I really love that. Yeah. Mechanic. So, like as you can see, like if you all can go look and look at the picture, right? I think this is a worm or a dragon that is currently just laughing on the ground. Yeah. And it's he's prone. So you can't move. Ooh. So like, I think I don't know much about magic, but I'm sure you have like control decks. Yeah. So Tasha is like this kind of person who controls you. Okay, I don't like her anymore. Yeah. So, <laughs> but she's not green though. No, but she's control. I hate control players. <laughs> so the effect of this card in the MTG um, field, um, there is a deck archetype called Mill. So the the uh, entire goal of the deck is to like make you discard or put your cards in the library to the graveyard. So if you run out of cards in your library, you lose the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And because they printed this card, the, act- the actual deck saw a lot of resurgence because yeah. of how immensely powerful it is in the meta right now. I so understand. I think it's kind of flavor- flavorful with what you said. Yeah. Slaying the dragon with... Mm-hmm. With well, laughter. Because Emil is kind of like a funny way to kill your opponent, I it, think. It is a funny way to kill the opponent. Oh, wow. I mean, it's so funny, much flavor. funny for so you, but not the opponent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laughter is torture. 
slashing the Juju happened, but mm. other than that, I don't know the history. Sorry! It's a pretty powerful one in Magic because if you're a creature that's equipped with it uh, swings at your opponent and you pay 7 mana, 7 right? 8, eight mana, you, the opponent loses, loses the, the game. game. If I, it, Super powerful, yeah. to be honest. If you, if you can find the 8 mana, yeah. automatic loss for the... Yeah. Maybe it has to do something with... So, I'll read to you the Dungeons and Dragons one. Okay, you, okay. Uh, gain plus 3 bonus to attack and damage. Also has a plus 3 magical weapon. Uh-huh. Uh, ignores resistance to any slashing damage. Wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So that's even more. But when you attack a creature that has at least 1 hit with this weapon and roll a 20 on the attack roll, you cut off one of the creature's heads. Oh. Very nice. So the creature can't, dies if he can't survive with its hit. So all you have to do is roll a 20. So kind of like you guys in Dungeons and Dragons. But you have to hit 20, right? You if, you have, if you roll a 20 using a Vopal sword, yeah. that guy's dead. Oh. That no guy's dead. No. We may have 7,000 HP and he's just dead. You can like one shot oh. strike. Yeah. But in the in the, the, the Vopal sword, Correct. you roll a D20. Correct. But, but I think like the latter part of the D&D games like the version 5 correct me if I'm wrong the called, called short shots is no longer a thing right? No. Or is it still a thing? No? No, no. more right? It's, no. Not, it's not a thing right? No. So that's why Vorpal is It's a legendary weapon that means to gain this weapon for Dungeons and Dragons players right you're, you are going to run a whole campaign just to get this the sword Oof. you're not going to find it in a treasure chest somewhere ah. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to defeat multiple you have to, you have to defeat Sephiroth then if you've killed all of them and then you get the uh, sword what's the point the yeah. dude season 2 there's <laughs> always a bigger guy no then yeah. you go back and take revenge on the goblin who killed your mother oh, <laughs> oh. You guys know what is Goblin, Goblin Hunter? The anime? Yes, I, <laughs> I love Goblin Hunter. Okay, maybe last two. Last two. This uh, is fine. We can do this the whole night. Yes, I mean too. Okay. Uh, save this so, for last, maybe. Okay, we'll save that one for last. So I'm going to mm. ask... Maybe this is funny. There's a card called Long Rest. Long Rest is a card. Yes, do you gain health it's, in this card? Oh yeah, you do. It's a bad, it's a bad card, but more cards every time you end this way, your life becomes basically you heal. You literally heal in game. Uh, okay, so Long Rest is a mechanic in Dungeons Dragons where uh, all your stats are reset. So oh. that means you finish the adventuring day, you go to the tavern, you sleep, right? That's considered a long rest. It's mm. six hours uninterrupted. Mm. Uh, and then you get all your spell slots, your stamina, your mana, and everything. Mm. And all get everything back res- uh, reset. So that's what it does in game. Oh, and, and then it, it just gain, gains us life, right? Gains you, It's your starting life total. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You get a starting is that, life. Is that yeah. important? I mean, um, I know magic. You there is you have twenty health, right? Correct. So it depends on the format. Uh, on the format, like, yeah. but basically it's twenty health. Yeah. Like, is it valuable if you got like three life left to you have this card and to gain back? But uh, is it a waste of your I think economy? This is a very hard card to cast because you need like you need to put X equals eight, so eight nine ten. You need eleven mana for this card. <laughs> To even like give you your life back, <laughs> and what's more, you need eight cards in your graveyard with different CMC. So, very mana to do. so it's actually very very difficult to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. But because of that, is this a very valuable card? No, I, no, it's, yeah. it's crap. It's like fifty cents. <laughs> so I would say that it's flavorful. It's yeah. it's there's a format called EDH, and I think people would want to like explore this type of 
It's interesting. Big mana card. I think this is because if I remember, you can have a dungeon in the new deck. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you lose health in the dungeon. Maybe this is part yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son of yeah. So Ooh. sorry. Now we're gonna ask you two more questions. <laughs> yes. Okay, 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 because I'm thinking aloud. I'm just thinking what is a what is a dungeon card? But no, sorry. I just want to comment on this. Like long rest. I think maybe it's more valuable for EDH because yeah. if you, the starting life is higher, it's forty in EDH, mm. so maybe the payoff is slightly better compared to standard. For sure, this is not yeah. gonna see play. Like you eight flux somebody and then like you. You will see this in MTG Goldfish yeah. probably. <laughs> we have no idea what MTG Goldfish is like Xanathar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a website. Yeah, now, yeah there's right. this guy who actually does a uh, shout out to the to the gang to that guy <laughs> who plays like. He, he, this is his thing basically like there's like uh, jank rares jank and stuff, rares yeah. jank cards make yeah. it playable like oh okay yeah. I get it I get it yep. ah. yeah okay so taking shitty things and making them great yeah that's what Dungeons and Dragons players do no <laughs> <laughs> great things and making shitty things <laughs> <laughs> have you played with players before <laughs> no I play with myself in my mind <laughs> aww <laughs> you got no friends <laughs> <laughs> okay, second to the last is um, Hand of Vecna. Mm. Ooh, Hand of Vecna. Oh my god, of course, Hand of Vecna. <laughs> you have to go to Critical Role. Perez is role, so right? prepared. Uh, Critical Role, uh, it's part of canon. Their game in Critical Role. role What's Critical one. Role? Critical Role is uh, a live gameplay on Twitch and then on YouTube. Oh, where you wow. can go to www.criticalrole.com where you can watch this particular game where their dungeon master is called Matthew Messer. That's like the he, he sets the bar on like dungeon mastering. So in that uh, season, they... Had spoiler to, alert! Spoiler uh, alert! Yeah, that's why I'm like slowing down because I'm afraid I might so spoil spoiler. it. Uh, there I, is something to do with uh, the hand of Vecna. Gotcha. So can can I tell you about? Vecna? I've done season one. I've oh, seen really? season one. Yeah. You finished season, 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 season one. I finished season one. You finished season one. Yeah. So you saw what happened? Yeah, I did, and I'm going to. I know what happened to the hand. Where it is right now, I'm not gonna tell. Oh my god! Oh my god! I really want to spoil it, but I'm not going to. Well, just spoil it. Like, like for the next two minutes, just turn off the. But actually, I think back. it has been running for a year already, right? Because season two is already Done, finished, yeah. right? So it's a year, two years already. Mm. So I think people would like know already. It's like Jurassic Park when it released, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knew. Sure, go for it. Spoiler alert! Go for it, go for it. All right, Jesus go. dies at the end You're of the Bible. <laughs> where the hand is right now? No, but maybe the listeners. Do you guys? Want no, to just just go. We get okay, spoiler To be honest, right, I have not actually seen like a whole season of Critical Role mm-hmm. before. I've seen like maybe one episode like here and there, but I don't mind. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I tell you what. If you are interested to find out about the hand of Vecna, uh, just go on YouTube. There is a clip, like a seven-minute clip, with Joe Manganiello. Uh, Mangiello Mangiello Joe Mangiello Just search Joe Mangiello Handy uh, Joe Mangiello Handy And the entire Critical Role crew uh, And they They role played The Hand of Vecna And oh my god It was one of those moments In Dungeons and Dragons That you You invest in To get to And of course Right after that If you do have some more time Watch the next thing That happens when One of the characters Shh. <laughs> 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 
Okay, next, next. No, no, wait. Let's finish. First, you need to know who Vecna is. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Sorry, sorry. Vecna is the grand She's the ultimate villain in Dungeons and Dragons. Is he the enemy of Drizzt? Uh, Drizzt, everybody's his enemy. Oh. everybody's. No, Vecna is the villain in Dungeons and Dragons. He survived from the first edition all the way to now. Now, fifth edition is nowhere to be seen. But his. Minions, the people that he taught are all grand villains Ooh. in the disciples of yeah. So back, so having the hand of Vagna and the eye of Vagna are very important and powerful artifacts. Oh. And what happened in Critical Role was Joe planned a whole month, whole month, a whole month of thinking and working out all his spells and all his actions on how to. <laughs> right, and, and when it happened, no one knew. And do you see how fast he got out of there? Yeah, he got out there and instead he knew wow, it. So he rehearsed excited. it in his head. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this happened live. This it wasn't it wasn't rehearsed. And what he did was genius. Legendary. And it's now canon. Yeah, and it's, it's one of the most canon. legendary things you ever seen in Dungeons and Dragons. Awesome. Check it out, Joseph. If you do have the time, check it out. Dude. Will do, will do. I got a question though. I'm not sure if the card is here, but um, how do you compare Vecna and Tiamat? Are they at par? Are they? Tiamat is a god. Vec- okay. Yes. Tiamat is a god. It's, he's half a god. There's the other, which is the brother. Mm. Right. So, Vecna is beyond godhood. Uh, okay. Tiamat stuck in Evanes right now. He's stuck in, in one of the layers in hell, right? Vecna is no one to be seen and he's pulling the strings. You, you know, like Star Wars and the Emperor? That's, that's Vecna. Uh, he's pulling all the strings, the but, but the problem is Vecna always wins. Not Ooh. like the Emperor who always loses. True, true. Okay, I see. I see. So, yes. That yeah. makes sense because the Tiamat card is... Is Tiamat a villain? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> a chrom- I know the chromatic dragons are... Inherently evil in the game, right? Yes. Right? I thought it was like the chroma, the good ones, right? No, the the chromatic, the colorful dragons are the evil ones. The metallic oh, ones are the good metal, ones. Yeah, okay, okay, right. They're naturally good is the metallic. So you find a gold dragon, the gold dragon is gonna, he's gonna be there for you. True. Okay. If you find a green dragon, how he's gonna we, eat you. How come, <laughs> how come when I drop the gold dragon, he's nowhere to be seen? Huh? Because when I play the game, uh, <laughs> then I like, turn five, I want to cast the gold dragon. Is I, I can't find her. Uh. This thing's very difficult Lies, to find. You know, lies, you know. Lies, you know. very difficult to find. Then I lose the draft. Right. Okay. So last one, because oh. um, the, the AFR pre-release kits, uh, if you want to play Sealed, which is another format, comes with uh, three dungeons in it. And uh, I guess this is super unflavored as well. It's a new mechanic um, uh, that... Uh, the uh, magic introduced um, so now you can play these dungeons from your command zone and there's three of them sorry uh, Lost Mine of Fandelver maybe we can just discuss that one but there's the dungeon of the Mad Mage and the Tomb of Annihilation can I just I can, distri- I can describe all three yeah. can I just do a quick word of Tomb of Annihilation because that's a campaign that uh, Dennett uh, is DMing right now for me and my ex bro Faris, <laughs> it is so. He's right now in yeah, the tomb of Annihilation. Yeah, it ah. is so super on flavor because wow. every step of the way of TOA, it just takes, it just takes, it never gives, it just takes and takes more from you until you <laughs> descend into like jungle fever and like you want to kill everything and you go insane and uh, I love TOA. 
But TOA is the one that you can't win, right? I know that there was one. What? No, no, that's that's the that's the Tomb of Horrors. Oh, the other. Okay, so yeah, oh. that's the that's the hardest. That one, I think, if you play, especially new players, I don't think you last thirty minutes in that dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's designed to it's designed to kill you. Mm-hmm. Well, Tomb of Annihilation is very different. It's it's uh it's designed around uh, trickster gods. Mm. So the gods are playing tricks, and everything there is designed to trick you. I so see. you don't know whether to believe something or not, or whether you're doing something correctly or not. Sometimes gotcha. it's, it just trips you up. So it's a really cool dungeon. Lost Minds of Pandora is one of the most. It's the famous fifth edition game. Most new players start on on Lost Minds of Pandora. Right, that's the beginner oh. set, the starter set. Ooh. Well. Yeah, so if you want to learn how to play Dungeons and Dragons, please get the starter set. Come, come to Table Minis and get the starter set from us, please. Right. Wow. Yeah, I'm holding the starter set. So the so the last the last stage of it is the is that dungeon where you have to go meet the villain. We can get this from you guys. Like, yeah. How much are you going for? for you? What are you talking about? <laughs> just give you a pack. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, this is super amazing. It's it's really good game you're playing. Yeah. By the way, uh, Tomb of Annihilation, the cover wow. is... Uh, is that Vecna? No, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a card in the newest D&D set, actually. Really? Ooh. It's Esser. Accessory. Accessory, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see, I see, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. And, yeah, it's a pretty powerful card, too. Awesome. I don't have that card. But, um, so, last one, I'm, it's actually uh, just going to give you guys some of these uh, art cards. Um, because you might find it useful. Oh, I, um, I love so, these. Actually. So in, in Magic, they basically printed the stats. So for example, there's a troll. They printed the stats behind the, the, the card. art card. So there's a gelatinous cube as well, cool. which is super yeah. on flavor. Wait, maybe, are we keeping this? Or this yeah, you, you yeah. can we'll yeah, leave yeah. this here. Like maybe you can use it in campaigns. I'm not sure. But, mm-hmm. but the stats are... Are, are the stats legit? Yeah, yeah, they are, they are, they are. They are. The stats, yeah, but there's much, much more. Like a beholder stat block, mm. it's about this long. Oh, okay. Yeah, because all the spells. The sum- they put yeah. the summary. Yeah, no, this is just the numbers. How much HP, how much AC. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. still cool, dude. Yeah, this yeah. is cool. This is right. <laughs> Faris loves this stat sheet. He <laughs> loves it. I think it's so... You keep it, you keep it. Honestly, like, for cards like these... I think they are very useful for new for new DMs or new players because yeah. like if you run Minds of Fandalva you're not gonna run into like these two like like crazy creatures yeah. you're gonna run into very basic creatures very basic abilities and yeah. you can squeeze it on mm-hmm. one card Gelatinous Cube yeah. is very cute we have an mm-hmm. like if you go if you go to a dungeon and you your dungeon master describes that the dungeon floor is very clean you don't see any footprints there's no dust then you know a Gelatinous Cube oh, is not like this is just ah <laughs> It's just cleaning the whole dungeon. It's actually a is actually a mop. This <laughs> <laughs> cube is just basically a mop. Then you get stuck inside. <laughs> See, okay, okay. For our audience who are listening, I'm looking at these cards, right? Okay, you can buy like these monster cards uh, from Gale Force Nine, and they have the car, the, the the image of the the being, and then that's it. There's no background to it. But the beautiful thing about these magic cards uh, is they show you, for example, this beholder with its environment and this is so beautiful I would just want to keep this and put it on like a wall even it's though it's this small beautiful cast. yeah it's so nice and I remember Wiz, uh, Wizards of the Coast sent us this image of the gelatinous cube oh, wow. uh, yeah. that, is, uh, that has like a, a adventure in it it's so beautiful oh my gosh I love this <laughs> thing I, I should have just I should have been a magic card player huh? <laughs> I should have been a magic card player it's a DNA player 
Now, yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, no worries. I guess it's your turn to ask the oh, no. magic players questions. We, we kind of grilled you a little bit. So, <laughs> so what I'm going to do is the whole night. Uh, <laughs> I want to do more. It's so fun. <laughs> you want to do more. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a short break. We'll come back in a moment. Please take a break. Uh, we're going to take a break. Everybody go get a drink uh, and do stuff on the count of three. One, Alama, you D&D. Alama, you D&D. Why you may never tell me. It's okay, we still steady. 